Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the white bands, except no white bands as always. Uh, rocked the black Adidas earlier, if you guys already know. I got black, white Adidas, you know what I'm saying? I was going to rock the white ones, but I decided not to. But anyway, I digress. Um, back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Um, no guest uh, today. It's just going to be my beautiful voice. Um, I'm trying to set up some collaborations, unfortunately, just with work and with just people's schedules. I haven't been able to set up as many as I wanted to this season, but the season is still young. Um, so, I mean, hopefully I can get a couple more collaborations in before the end of the season. Um, but nevertheless, uh, today I'll be talking through an episode for a new segment that I've kind of thought about introducing into the uh, the fold here Um there was a new segment that I'm dubbing. Well, I, I'm not dubbing it. I don't want to take credit for this, but I actually saw it in a Facebook group that I'm in called Just Some Black Gamers. Um, that's the Facebook group. But the actual title was These Four Walk Into a Waffle House at 2 a.m. For those of you who aren't from the South or for those of you who aren't familiar with Waffle House, which if you're from the South, you probably know all about it. Waffle House is like a weird, it's a really old school like diner style, but there are some of the weirdest things that you ever see happen, like from people getting into fights with like employees getting in fights with the employee with the uh, customers customers getting in fights with customers employees getting in fight with employees like you anything goes like this is like a greyhound in a restaurant so um essentially what this was talking about well, there were four characters that they kind of put in to a um they all walk into this waffle house at the same time um and they all know each other's abilities and powers who throws the first punch that was kind of the context for this post shout out to i think it's simone or simeon i'm not sure how you say her name i'm gonna say simone it just looks like it's about right um for the post i wanted to make sure that i kind of gave credit i don't know if her if it was her original post but i just wanted to give her a shout out on the episode and make sure that i tag her um when i post this episode but I thought it was a really dope concept. So um, we're going to talk through four characters that meet kind of in a in an environment. All four of them are they know each other's abilities and their powers. And we want to find out who we think would necessarily throw the first punch. So I'll give my take. You guys can, as always, give me feedback. But. Before I get started into the episode, as always, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, this wouldn't ne- this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. That's Anime Talk, the numbers one and two, so 12. There you will find updates and news in regards to giveaways and upcoming episodes. Um, as far as upcoming episodes, I got some really cool content. I know I've been talking about that this whole time. Like, I'm just trying to get some collaborations down. But in the meantime, if, if things are kind of moving around, then I'll take care and, and make sure that you guys get some good content regardless. So um, some really dope content coming up. So you want to make sure that you follow me on those social media handles so you can kind of figure out what's going on and see when episodes launch. Of course, we launch uh, mon- Monday nights or Monday morning, early Monday morning, midnight um, is when new episodes come out. So you definitely want to make sure that you're Follow me on those social media 
everything uh if you're those social media platforms and um also make sure that you subscribe like follow everywhere that you get your podcast so that way you get the notification when a new episode drops um let me know when you guys follow me and if you like or dislike an episode i love interacting with you the fans so let me know hey matt that was a you know crappy episode cool let me know appreciate that let me know hey matt that was a pretty good a pretty good episode give me a thumbs up i want to know thank you guys so much for all of that um and as always there may be some spoilers ahead so you have been warned again shout out to my boy alejandro for the uh, constant reminder to make sure that uh <clears throat> i uh, make you aware of uh spoilers so um I've already kind of given the context about what this what this is going to be it's more so um like it's basically like you know a run up get done up type episode right so the first person we're trying to figure out out of these four people who walk into this Waffle House, who ends up throwing the first punch, even though they know um, each other's abilities and powers. So the first person that I just, that uh, that was on this list that I looked at, it was four pictures. And if I can find the same thing, I may use that as the cover art here. But the four pictures, it was uh, the first person that walked in was Benimaru Shimon. So Benimaru is from uh, Fire Force. It's a 7.71 combined uh, two seasons for Fire Force. If you haven't watched it, I suggest you watch it. Really cool anime. I think I've talked about it before. If I haven't, then I'll do a detailed breakdown on it. But in the meantime, um, <clears throat> really cool anime. Um, I like the premise behind it. But Benimaru is actually one of the captains on this um on this show and he is a third second and third um generation pyrotechnic which grants him a pretty destructive skill set the flame he emits is more powerful than any other pyrotechnics and he can even control fire from external sources if you aren't familiar with this show a brief synopsis about it is there the fire force is kind of a special department or a special detachment of the regular um, fire fire department. They go around hunting and trying to find these infernals, which are souls that need to be laid to rest. Um, they're like on fire. So these these fire force members manipulate flames in some way, shape, or form to help extinguish that flame and kind of release them from their earthly bond, bounds or bonds um, in order for them to be able to pass on safely. So Benimaru is one of the captains of said fire force companies. Um, so just to kind of give a brief backstory behind the show, um, basically, dude, is like Benimaru is one of those people that he is super strong like like hands down he's probably one of the strongest characters on this show there are a couple of different techniques that he uses like the crimson moon technique um and all of these different techniques that he uses but dude is he is the so-called king of destruction um and basically he he does things that like some like the majority of the fire captains the majority of the the fire uh four squads look at and they're just like they're just in awe because dude is always just ready to fight and has completely overpowered destructive force. Um, so he ends up, um, he can pretty much, like I said, he can manipulate external sources. I think one of his, uh, one of the techniques that he uses, he uses almost like these, like they're kind of, they're not broomsticks, but they are not broomsticks. They look like mops. I'm not sure exactly what they are, but he uses like these little, these little sticks that he uses that like he can launch and use kind of like missiles and control them using his, um, pyrotechnic abilities. But dude never shies away from the fight. The re that's the reason why he's on this list is he never shies away 
away from a fight. Anytime that somebody steps to him, it doesn't matter if you're a friend, foe, it doesn't matter. Like, dude is always ready to throw hands at any point in time. And with his destructive force, like, one can only imagine how strong, like, like, if he saw somebody who was stronger than him, I feel like he would want to step in. Not to mention he has some of the best eyes. If you don't if you haven't seen this show and you're curious about what I'm talking about, if I can't find that picture with the four squares with all these four characters, I'll I'm probably gonna use um his picture as the um as the the cover art for for this episode because he has some of the dopest eyes in this uh in this anime um so if you guys know what i'm talking about then you know you probably agree and if you don't know what i'm talking about you'll find out but uh but yeah so ben Amaru is definitely the first one that kind of walks in here like i said super strong super op very devastating like he's the king of destruction like dude has no problem destroying everything and he protects his village um that he grew up in very well so he's a good guy bad intentions sometimes but he's he's a good guy um so the next character that i decided to use or that was actually on this list was hasoka moro uh so hasoka is portrayed as entirely self-serving self-absorbed and selfish um he does whatever he likes as long as it pleases him in some way uh his insatiable love for for the spilling of blood of powerful fighters in combat and his enjoyment of extreme pain while doing so fuels his seem is sen- seemingly sado masochist desires wow try to say that 10 times fast um so essentially the way that this show and i've talked about hunter x hunter before um which that's the show that he's from i just realized that i skipped that sorry he was from hunter x hunter 99 um episodes it has an eight like in the 99 one um, it was an 8.41 in the 2001. The show is ranked a 9.07. Um, just realized I skipped that. So sorry, guys. Uh, but Hasoka essentially in this show, play, he portrays a bad guy. So he's more of an antagonist from this show. But dude loves fighting. Like if he 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 specifically seeks out people who have strong nin, which are like which is a strong kind of energy um, that they use when they're fighting. He specifically seeks out these users. Um, which is one of the re- main reasons why he was like smitten and fell in love with um, with Gone, and he he literally like tried to groom Gone into becoming a lot stronger than what he was as a young child, just so he can fight him later on. And it got a little weird. And if you are familiar with the show, you know how Hasoka is. Like he was literally like licking his lips and like like resting in the air like when he was seeing gone so it's really weird how he how he is here um but <laughs> i don't know how else to describe hisoka as you know what i'm saying just an interesting character um but again he's another character that has no problem throwing hands he always wanted to uh Crolio, which is like the leader of the uh the troop that he was in um which was like a it was kind of a I don't know they were kind of like the I don't know how to really describe it they were they were a big group a very vital group the phantom troop um they were very vital in one of the parts of the show I don't want to go too much in depth there but they were the phantom troop is kind of a, a very big and very um predominant like group that kind of pops up in this show and uh Crolio was the he was the leader of this troop 
Um, and so Hasoka tried to challenge him because that's what he does. He tries to find strong people and beat them. And he ended up losing. Um, and that was kind of hard for him because he doesn't like losing um, at all. So when he lost to him, he was trying to plot the whole time on how to kill uh, Crolio to get kind of back at him. Um, he didn't necessarily like want to take over. He just wanted to kill him just because like, he beat him. So that's Hosoka. Like he doesn't care. He's very sadistic, very much self-absorbed and just doesn't care about anybody else but himself unless he's obsessed with you because you're very strong, which at that point he'll probably go out of his way to, I don't know, like lust over you and try to kill you or, you know, find an, he kind of considers you like a toy. Um, and if he finds you like one of his toys, if you break, um, he either lose interest or he kills you. So and tries to go out of, out of his way to go find somebody else, uh, some new prey. So definitely, uh, definitely a guy who has no problem again fighting. You know, on site if he sees that you're stronger than him, he kind of like immediately like this bloodlust kind of comes about him, and he just wants to immediately attack and kill. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the first two characters to kind of step into the ring. Um I I I'm really like I really want to try to keep this episode short and kind of sweet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll pop back into it. Um we'll talk about the next two that kind of enter in and then we'll I'll kind of give my uh breakdown or my glimpse or my I guess my thought on who would be the first one to fight out of these four. So be right back. All right, thanks guys for sticking around with me. So the first two characters that we kind of had walking there were Benamaru and Hasoka. Um, so the next two characters that I'm thinking that could potentially walk in or kind of fit in, um, we'll go ahead and kind of go through them based off of the pictures that I saw. So the next character was Kenpachi Zaraki from the show Bleach. It was a 7.8 rating. Um, for those of you who don't know, like Kenpachi is probably one of those. He is a, the definition of like like on site like if on site was was an episode or like an on site was an anime character he would definitely be he fits that mold um Although he is known to be a violent fighter, Kenpachi's actions tend to be for the best. Kenpachi lives for battle and enjoys a good fight more than anything. He even holds back in an effort to make any fight last longer. He claims injury and death are nothing but the price one pays for a good fight. Despite his tendency to be brutal, Kenpachi usually stops a fight if his opponent is too injured to fight back, claiming he is not interested in fighting weaklings who can't fight anymore and he does not feel obligated to deal a death blow to anyone who cannot fight any longer so the way that this character is set up again um i guess kind of a brief backstory behind bleach it follows ichigo kurosaki uh who is the main character here on his on his way to go save rukia then fight then save rukia and fight i mean like well not save rukia again but it is essentially just he's kind of learning and kind of growing as he's going and fighting against like different creature or not creatures but different or they are kind of creatures but hollows who are um souls that kind of are trapped on the earth um he's going back and forth and kind of ah uh, i've heard people kind of try to compare it to like yu yu hawk show i can kind of see it if you squint um a certain type of way but um the way that kenpachi fits in into this actual show is that he's one of the court guard uh, uh captains so in the in the show there are different 
captains and different squads that do different things. His is more like the 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 fighting core, I guess you could say. I think it's number eleven, squad eleven. Um, but he's the captain of this one, and he has like this unique look. He's got like, a big scar over his eye. He's got these long, um, long like needle like hair. Um, like a design, kind of like a spiked up afro, um, that he has bells on the uh, on the on his hair, and dude is just like he's just again he is on site. This dude has no problem fighting. He won't fight you if you're weak. He won't fight you if you're too hurt. Um, it's not that he doesn't want to kill you. He just doesn't recognize you as a as a uh, as an opponent. Like if you can't fight back or if you can't satisfy you know him him in the sense of you know what he needs as far as from a fighting standpoint he just doesn't want to waste his energy and doesn't want to kill you dude's super strong his sword his sword is like amazing like i can't that's why i can't wait to see what's going to happen on the bleach the thousand year blood war uh i know that people have been reading the anime or reading the manga i had never i haven't really got into the manga for the show so i know a lot of people already know about his ability and already know about like you know the different techniques and stuff like that that he can use and the fact that he understands his sword's name and things like that um but he literally will fight anybody it doesn't matter friend foe if you step to him or you step in front of him like dude has no problem uh not pulling a punch at all and trying to kill you especially if you step up to him and you're and you're actually decently strong like he's like okay cool bet like let's go you you seem like you're like you're ready to go so let's go ahead and fight um so kimpachi definitely i think he fits in here and i can understand why they ain't included him because he's very much like the first two i think he's more like benamaru than um hasoka because hasoka will kill you regardless like if you if you're broke he's like all right cool. i guess he does kind of lose interest too so i guess he's a little bit like hasoka so the last character in this one is luck voltia uh from black clover an 8.02 um luck has a near psycho psychopathic psychopathic personality where he does not seem to be able to show any expression but joy a trait that confuses his mother he also has a deep fondness of fighting and defeating his opponents he can even suggest on he can even suggest on putting his opponents into a near-death condition without losing his smile which earned him the nickname smiling battle maniac so completely completely obsessed over victory against his opponent without any outside uh assistance which stems from his promise to his late mother um so after he kind of like after he's he's basically he tries to take cheery dude is just a fighter among fighters he's another one that's very much like let's go like i just saw you you like he senses energy and then a lot of times in this show black clover i know that i've done a breakdown on this one, so i'm not going to go too deep um in this one but black clover fo- focuses around different magic of lux ability is more so electric um but he use he has like energy that's out in the air that basically he has like a kind of a field around him at all times where he can sense or he can like pick up on different mana and like different people's strengths and he literally is one of those people that's like yo strongest dude just landed on the map i'm gonna go over there and i'm gonna fight him the problem like there's only been one time that i can remember off the top of my head that he was actually scared and that was when they were getting ready to fight the devil uh from the spade kingdom but 
other than that, like, dude is always like, hey, you know what, Asta, you want to train with me? And Asta's like, no, no, I'm good. Like, the main character, he's like, no, I'm good. We, we just got done training, like, 15 times. Like, I don't want to fight anymore. And he's like, cool, well, let's fight one more time. He always is ready and down to fight. So I can understand why they put him in this episode or in this uh, picture as well because he's another one of those, like, on-site type people. So, I mean, basically with the four that are in here, so you have Luck, you have... uh you have you have Kimpachi, you have Hisoka, you have Benamaru. Like based off of this episode or based off of the picture that I saw here, honestly, out of the four of these people, I would say that it's the first person to throw the first punch to me would probably be between Kimpachi and Luck. Because something tells me that like Kimpachi would probably be sitting there very smug, like not necessarily one throw the front first punch. I think I guess now as I'm kind of talking through it, I think that Luck would probably be the first one to throw the first punch. I feel like I feel like Benimaru would be sitting back and be like, okay, cool, whoever fights, whoever wants to fight, I'm ready to fight. I think Hisoka would be like, okay, he looks kind of strong, but I'm going to see how strong he is. And then I think Kenpachi would be like, okay, cool, I'm ready to go. Like, the minute this, this dude does this first attack, I'm jumping in. But I think Luck would be the first person to start running his mouth because that's what he always does. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's just Luck's personality. Um, but I think he'd be the first one to, like, run his mouth and be like, hey, do you want to fight? And somebody would be like, yes, and he would immediately go in for the attack. So, Personally, I think it would be luck out of this fight. Um, I know that, like I said, I, I'm, I wanted to kind of keep this episode a little bit short. Um, and so that's why I didn't go into great length about this, uh, this, this episode or about a lot of these different shows and different abilities and things like that. But just from a high level view, I just, like I said, I think that luck out of all four of these would probably be the first one to throw that first punch. Because something tells me he'd say something smart, elicky. Or something tells me that he would, I don't know, that he would he would do something that would end up compromising, you know, everybody else, like his like his own safety, and he would just rush in and probably be the first person to throw a punch out of these four um, that are here. So that's just my personal opinion. Reach out to me on my social media handles and let me know what you guys think, because um, obviously I want to know what you guys think or who you guys think would be the first one to throw the first punch. Um, so. Anyway, guys, like I said, that's going to kind of wrap it up for tonight. I know it's a quick episode. Um, I've just got like, uh, like I said, I've just, I've, I've got a lot kind of going on and I wanted to make sure that I took the time and just kind of talk through this episode. But, um, but yeah, I think it was really dope. I kind of want to do these again and I, I like the kind of shortness to it. I think they're very quick, um, kind of fights. And if I see some more and as I kind of come up with some more, I'll kind of bring in maybe some more people to get, kind of get their opinions. But the first one, I think, like I said, it goes to look, um, considering the fact if these four all walked into Waffle House at two in the morning and they knew each other's abilities and they knew each other's powers, I feel like Luck would still be the first one to throw the first punch. Like, if Ahsoka knew everybody's ability, I think he'd be kind of like, okay, cool. He'd probably gravitate toward, and not in a weird, creepy way, I feel like he'd immediately gravitate towards Luck anyway. But um, I think he would go there. Benimaru would know everybody's ability, but I don't think he would take the first step. I don't think he'd be the first person to fight. Um, Kenpachi, I could potentially see, and it, but Luck for sure. Like, I think it'd be Luck. It'd be Luck, Kenpachi, Hisoka, then Benimaru. I could see it kind of going 
kind of going that way if we were trying to figure out who was going to throw the first punch all the way down to the last one so um anyway thanks guys for sticking around and supporting the show um again you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 that's anime talk and the numbers one and two make sure um that you guys of course you know Follow me, like the, the video, uh, leave a review on you know Apple or Google or anywhere that you have that you find your podcast. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. Reach out to me at that social media handle and let me know who you guys think would throw the first punch. Um, but yeah, so I guess until next week, man. I guess I'll talk to you guys later. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Peace. <laughs>